Hello and welcome. You are listening to the Third Thursday Podcast with your hosts, Harry Ozarek and Ben McEntee, where we hope to connect, encourage, and equip student ministry leaders of today. This is a resource provided by the Rocky Mountain District of the Christian and Missionary Alliance, and you can find us on all major podcast platforms. Please hit the like, subscribe, and share buttons to help others be connected, encouraged, and equipped to reach students with the gospel. Here are your hosts, Harry and Ben. Hi, and welcome to another episode of the Third Thursday Podcast. It's the last episode of the year, December 2023. Ben, it's great to be with you again. Yes, it is. Awesome. Love yeah. It. Love it. Our, our conversation today, okay, is about yeah. having difficult conversations. Okay. But we're going to start out with something light, as we as okay. we typically like to do. Let's All try right. to make this this part not a difficult conversation. Right. I Got mean, it. I guess it could turn into one, uh, <laughs> but, let's, but let's but let's not. Seen. Right. <laughs> Maybe we'll get to practice some of what we're about to talk about. Um, but my my interesting question of the day, and and it's for you, but for us as well. Yeah. Uh, what is your favorite Christmas tradition? Okay. Nah. Right, my my like in my family favorite Christmas tradition or just any anywhere anything tradition? any anything connected yeah. to your life maybe uh-huh. it's one that you've heard that you want to do I don't know oh. what's your favorite yeah. Christmas tradition like yeah. we're developing some new ones over the last couple of years that I've been really liking but okay yeah I mean well uh, uh, here's one here's one that uh, I don't like can I can I mean <laughs> Ben, we said no difficult conversations know, right now. All right, go ahead. Go ahead. I want to hear I love it now. Christmas tree. But in my house, I don't know. I have more than one now. I have to have more than one. Like my you, family has, we have two. And you don't enjoy that. No, it's fine. Actually, I do. I do. But I know that, I, that I've opened up the door to two, which probably means like three is on the way. You know what I mean? Yeah. So uh, no, but I do I do like a, a a good Christmas tree, and two is actually pretty sweet. So that that's a good one. Um, you know, okay. So I think um, what's another one? Okay, here's a, this is an odd one. This is an odd okay. one. So when I was growing up, we would do this is a cool Christmas uh, Christmas tradition. Is my family we lived uh, my parent my mom's side was in Kingsburg, California, a little tiny farming community, and we would hayride. Out around. The do they have Christmas in California? Really quick. They do. They do. Are you sure? We have it. Yes. Are you positive. They, I'm 100 positive. We we celebrated it every year. Okay. Of my All existence right. there, and very very similar to the way in which we do it here in Montana. It's good stuff. Fantastic. Fantastic. I love it. So, uh, we would uh, go on this hayride, and then we would sing carols. And one of our favorite carols to sing was "Oh Holy Night." Now I love. Yes. Oh Holy a great song and uh but and i don't mean to be sacrilegious at all if you have to start low with that song because that that very high oh, holy <laughs> night. Mm-hmm. Low, but if you intentionally start the song just a smidge high oh. then no one can hit it no yes. one can hit the high part in the chorus <laughs> and no one knows it until they get there so we would always just go like instead of oh holy night we would start by going like Oh holy night! Oh and no! Start- oh no! <laughs> oh no! And then, and then when people would get to the chorus, everyone would have to stop because you're going. Fuck! 
and in. Um, and squeaking it out. To hit it. Yeah, to squeak it out. Oh, and, my goodness. Yeah. Uh, and I do love that song. I, I, it's one of my favorite Christmas carols. I love I love all Christmas carols. Christmas carols sung in church. That's yeah. a good that's a good tradition. I love it. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. Um, yeah. Especially the Holy Night part. I, I enjoy that. <laughs> I enjoy that a lot. Um, we have some different ones. We have a set of movies that we like watching as a family right. every year. Okay. We have a, a keep notes uh, on our phone list of different family. Christmas movies that we enjoy watching, right? And uh, and kind of check them off as we go by them, and so we enjoy doing that. Um, every year for Christmas Eve, we have what's called spaghetti pie. Okay, I think I've heard you talk about the spaghetti yeah, pie. It's before. magical. It's spaghetti <laughs> as a pie. The noodles are the crust. The sauce and meat are the filling. Cheese on okay. top, and okay. it it is it's great and okay. delicious and the best way to eat spaghetti ever um i would love to hear from any of you listening uh you know reach out to us and uh if you know spaghetti pie have you ever if you've ever enjoyed such a delicacy i want to hear it because it seems to be a rare thing okay so it's 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 the uh the 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 bottom is the noodle Right, you and you mix meat, you mix the, the noodles sauce. with eggs and butter and and stuff, right? Right, oh, and then okay. and then and then you can so you cook the noodles kind of right. halfway al dente, right? Right, right. yes. And then you mix in like butter right. and, and eggs and stuff, and so okay. then you can form a crust into like a a pie a glass pie dish. Yeah, and then the you know delicious homemade tomato sauce. With right. some with some beef and some ground pork seasoned up beautifully, some onions right. sautéed perfectly, and then mix all that <laughs> together. Put that in, and then top yeah. it with a gorgeous amount of fresh grated mozzarella. Yes, I know. I like. And then that. into I the like oven, it. and I'm telling you, it's gorgeous. Okay, I dig it. It's I amazing. It. Angel hair. You have to do it with angel hair pasta, because yeah. the edges of the noodles that are exposed they get crispy. Right, and so the thick right. noodles they get like like they're not easy to eat, but angel and they hair. Farm those, right? They farm amazing. that angel hair out in <laughs> in Sydney, right? <laughs> they... I mean, I mean, technically, we grow a lot of wheat here, so yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, it, exactly. Bam! So, there you go. Look at that. Yep. Yep, and then and then you have to have the green salad, which is green lime jello with oh, cottage cheese. No, no. With cottage cheese. Stop. And then you mix that all in, and then you okay. have to have garlic toast, and that is I, the greatest meal with okay. a root beer. It's I, <laughs> amazing. I had I had you put it all together. Except put the, it all together. Lime jello. No. With cottage cheese. No. no. You got to do it with cottage oh, cheese. Oh, yep. Yep. Uh, yep. Gorgeous. No. Yes, no, so that no. I think that's one of my favorites. No. All right, so speaking of having difficult conversations, <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, have a difficult conversation about lime jello and cottage cheese. Hey, don't don't come after me now. <laughs> don't knock it till you try it, man. Don't knock it till you try it. Uh, all right, all right. I uh, love it, love it. Um, but yeah, I mean, our our heart as we approach this, honestly, is we. We see and feel ourselves, right, that it's just, man, difficult conversations just seem to be uh, surrounding our entire lives. And and in some ways, uh, different conversations I've had with people, they feel like they can't, they can't engage into conversation 
for fear that they're going to unintentionally go down a, you know, a, a dark alley conversation that they're like, Oh, where did that go? Where did that come from? And, right. and, uh, I think for a lot of us, it can feel like it's something that we don't, uh, necessarily even see coming and all of a sudden it's there. Right. And, yep. Yep. um, I want to debunk that a little bit. We need to be yeah. wise and mature as we enter into conversation with anybody and understand what's going on. Um, and more than that, we're called to love. We're called to share um, the gospel and share yeah. who Jesus is in everything we say and do, right? And yeah. so that requires us as followers of, of Jesus to be aware, to be wise with the words that we say and so on and so forth. But there is that reality that we are surrounded many times with difficult conversations, a lot of opportunities to speak life into a difficult scenario. And so, um, yeah, I mean, there's so many. We're just going to name a few, right? The okay. Probably one of the top ones going on right now is the Israel-Gaza conversation. Sure. If anyone's on social media, um, they probably have different friends sharing um, different posts from one side to the other. Um right. There's a few moderates out there. I don't see a whole lot. Um, right. Our own denomination, the Christian Missionary Alliance, <clears throat> put out a really good article of just kind of summarizing what's happened. And yeah. um, I love it. They put the focus really, and and we'll get to it here in a little bit too. They, they put the focus on how do we love? How do we show love? How do we speak truth? Rather than getting caught up right. in the different... Uh, different sides, different stances, right. and instead, where can we bring truth, where can we bring love into the conversation, right? Yeah. And, um, you know, sexual identity, gender identity, politics, um, there, there's too many to count, really. Uh, we are. could be here all day just listing all the different difficult conversations, and when Absolutely. I mean difficult, I mean potential for either hurt feelings or rising in, in uh, temps. Right, yeah. Like yeah. anger, frustration, so on yeah. and so forth, where you aren't intentionally trying to bring it to that place. But right. these conversations kind of leave the door open for that if we don't come in with that with that maturity. Okay. And so yeah. it brings to question, right? How can we decide what are what are the conversations or the opportunities mm-hmm. um, to enter in or engage in those conversations? Yeah. No, that's 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 good. The world certainly wants to be divisive, mm. right? I mean, I mean, you're, you you give an example of uh, social media and what's happening mm-hmm. there. I mean, it's just all divisive, and and we're looking at this and saying we're going to have these difficult conversations. Certainly, in your youth group with young people, you're going to have yeah. them, uh, and and how can we have one that is not divisive, but actually is mutually respectful and just hearing and yeah. listening. And then presenting truth and love in a in in a God honoring way. I think mm. I think that's 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 where we're that's where we're going at, and, yep. and basically rejecting how the world is fighting this divisiveness uh, yep. uh, in so many different ways. Yeah. So yeah, and for me, when I enter into any of these type of conversations, the the thing that's at the forefront of my mind, beyond what we were just saying, right, is this idea of relationship. 
Right. Um, one of my favorite right. quotes, it was imparted uh, to me from, from my lead pastor, Paul Turek, who um, um, is a part of the peacemaking ministries. He's actually uh, a certified peacemaker. Right. And one of the, the biggest pieces of this, it's this phrase right here, relationship before issues, unless or until you have trust. Yeah. So yeah. R before I, unless or until you have T. That's the short version. And right. it's this idea of if you want to go into an issue with somebody, maybe it's a coworker, maybe it's a family member, maybe it's some stranger on the street that's shouting or causing problems or so on and so forth, right. ask yourself this question. Do I have a relationship that's mm-hmm. deep enough to enter into this issue where there's still trust that's observed by both of us? Because we need both. We need, we need a relationship. If we don't yeah. have a relationship, then there better be some trust level there. Right. And if we don't have either one, we have no business entering into that conversation about the issue because that other person, the unfortunate reality, they won't hear any, even if you're coming with the best intention and with right. the best evidence and truth, right. um, with the best tone, the best timing, and so on, they more often than not will not hear what you're trying to share. Yeah. Generally in those conversations, what I find is if there isn't relationship or trust or Mm -hmm. fact built, built up prior to, then that conversation typically ends up being something like this. Who's smarter, me or you? Oh, right. It ends up being a face off. Yeah. And, and it's, and it's just all rooted Mm. in, in, in in pride and, and, and arrogance. And I mean, I've gotten in these conversations. I, I'm not, sitting here saying I haven't done it. I have, mm. but that relationship piece is so, so important. Um, what, one quote that I had heard in my uh, time mm. is this, uh, the truth of our message is amplified by the depth of our relationships. So if I you, love that. Want, yeah, if you want to make an impact, mm on the life of a student, you build that relationship. This is one of the reasons why I love like games. I love mm. doing fun, silly things, just hanging out with people uh, uh, and telling your leaders that is so important. It builds relationships so that you can have these difficult conversations. Yeah. Yeah. Having that trust and that relationship will be, will be built. That's, that's good yeah. stuff. That's, that's crucial. Well, that, that takes what I was saying just to the next level, right? So mm-hmm. again, relationship before issues, unless or until trust. Yeah. And and when we look at that, your quote is so perfect going next to it. Because then the truth of our message will be ampl- amplified by exactly. the depth of that relationship. And mm-hmm. then it takes the focus off the issue, which quite often the issue is not the problem, mm-hmm. right? It's the presenting issue. Mm-hmm. And it allows you to build something that's actually going to last rather than having this one conversation that's probably just going to end with you both not agreeing with each other, with you both going your separate ways and more often than not going your separate ways with a less than ideal outlook on each other. But instead, focusing on the relationship first Mm -hmm. because you want to have relationship, not because you want to make some eventual point down the road to win some imaginary argument, right? (laughs) But to build that relationship first will allow you inevitably in the future to have harder, deeper conversations that will make the bigger impact, the larger impact, the more 
uh, outstanding, long-lasting impact in that person's life. So yeah. I, I love that. The truth of our message is amplified by the depth of our relationships. Yeah. Right? Good. And so then that leads me to, as I think about that, okay, I have relationship. Right. Right. And because of that relationship, there's been trust that has been built. Got right. It. Because it's relationship before issues unless or until you have trust. So right. it isn't just relationship. That relationship right. needs to needs to cultivate trust. And when you have relationship and trust, you can start entering into the harder issues, right? Right. Now the Good. question in my mind that comes up is okay. Will this conversation that I want to enter into, will it glorify God? Will it draw us closer in relationship to him? Will it draw me closer? I think sometimes we're like, well, it's going to draw them closer. Yeah, is it going to draw you closer? (laughs) Or is it going to make you more divisive? Is it going to make you more prideful? Is it going to put you in a place that's going to actually damage your relationship as you're trying to help somebody else? You know, and um, that's that's a tough question. Yeah, I love it. I mean, are are you trying to help someone else, or are you just trying to prove your point? I think that's exactly. That's and and yep. and which one of these things is honoring to the Lord? Yep, <laughs> it's a humility question. It's it's it one is. that I have to ask myself. Anybody, anybody who who um, believes or follows a truth with all their heart yes. will will always have to come back to what does it look like to be humble, because yep. to be right. Right is not always the thing that we need to be striving for first. Right, and to be right with who? If we are following yeah. Jesus, we're already right in His sight when we right. surrender to Him and ask for yeah. forgiveness and dedicate and and have faith and and give our life to Him. Right, we're already made right in His sight. So why are we feeling this need to be right in Ben's sight? Be right in right. our right. family sight. We're yeah. already right in His sight. Right. And so that's where what you were just saying, this idea of are we just trying to be right or are we Mm -hmm. actually trying to love that other person? Um, And that requires it requires humility. And that's that's tough. Um, Another another helpful uh, little three step, little three word thing. There are three T's, the three T's of difficult conversation. Okay, got it. Three T's of difficult conversations, timing, tact and tone. Okay. All right. Okay. Just because it's the right thing, just because that person might be struggling with it, doesn't mean right now is the time to have that conversation. We might yeah. have relationship. We might have trust. It might be glorifying to God and draw us both closer, but we have to look is this the right time to have right. that conversation? Yeah. Um, and so Ecclesiastes 3 7. It's really good. I've heard this one growing up quite a bit, all right, because I talk a lot. <laughs> My dad would pull this thing out. Let, yeah. Here it is. Yeah. Uh, it says, uh, paraphrasing a little bit, but there's a time to keep silent and a time to speak. Yeah. Right? And it's that idea of not, it's not always time to talk. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, that's good, man. I, I, I love it. How many times have you had a conversation where you've, uh, uh, where y- y- it's a needed conversation, but the mm. time, right? And then you you leave it and you go, ah, oh, that was not the and and, and yeah. it because the timing was not right. You 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 gotta you gotta be mindful and discerning. Yep. And 
in that and and so well and you don't always have to sit back and wonder if you have that relationship you have that trust yeah then ask say hey i've been this has been on my heart do you ask that person do you feel like this is a good time i want to talk to you about this subject right but i want it to be something that is god honoring and for you to know that i love you and i care about you um is this is this a good time to talk about it and and no, let them good. choose let them decide if you have that relationship and trust we should be able to ask that question i think sometimes we forget like uh, we want them to enter into this right well then then ask them then talk to them yeah and give them yeah. the opportunity to say man that that sounds like a good conversation but this is going on this is going on this is going on and it might be lip service in the moment sure so what sure um I want to. I want to. If I want to trust that it's not right, and so we'll take right. that viewpoint. They they probably have good reasons for my head. It's full, and uh, <laughs> let's can we can we set like let's can we chat about this in a week? Come come back to this in a week, you know. And I think that's that's a hundred percent okay to ask. Um, I, I think that that helps people from not getting blindsided. Well, so right, it gives that. them a I chance yeah. to think think through, right? Yeah. That timing um, is good. So timing yeah. and, then, and then and then tact. Yeah, what well, really quick, there's another leave. verse with timing okay. that I wanted okay. to share too. Yeah. Um, it, it takes it further, all right? It's a little, it's a little more hard-hitting. <laughs> it hits you between the eyes, <laughs> I would say. That even, uh, Proverbs 17, 28, that even fools are thought wise if they keep silent and discerning if they hold their tongues. Another way of saying that is better to be thought a fool than to open your mouth and remove all doubt. <laughs> effective uh, right yeah. <laughs> but you're right you know so you got timing tact right this yeah. idea of your approach how you approach yes. someone and the words that you use matter yes so when you enter in before you even ask someone hey are you willing to have this conversation we we could be writing down some notes to ourselves and talk to a trusted friend and say, Hey, I want to talk. You don't even have to tell them who I want to have this conversation with somebody. Yeah. You know, I I'm thinking about saying something like this. What do you think? And they could be like, if you said that to me, this is how I'd feel right away. Right. And, and you're like, well, that's not the tact I was wanting to use. That's not the approach or the outcome from my approach. I was, I was hoping for. Right. Yeah. Because yeah. they matter. Words matter. Um, it's trite to kind of say, but it's 100% true, and we um, forget it sometimes. I think when you are when you are having these difficult conversations, I think prayer in the moment mm, so is good. so important in regards to where it. And, and the prayer silently in your mind to, to the Lord is, give me the words to speak. Yep. Help me. Go before Help me. me. You hate this well. Um uh, and that, and that is again. That's coming from a spirit of yeah. I want to help this young person understand some real significant truth revolving yeah. uh, involving whatever this difficult conversation is, whether it is about um, uh, geopolitical wars that are happening and how yeah. we can, can care for people, or about sexual identity and the confusion and gender identity, all these confusions that the world is bringing in. How can we bring clarity and mm. and compassion and care to right. these people in that moment well, and, and joy joy peace, 
peace, right? Yes. Because yes. that all can come from some of the worst, hardest situations. We can come out of that when we rely on Jesus and we see that truth. We can come out of that with joy. Joy yeah. for who he is. Joy for what he is doing, how he's providing. We can sense his peace, right? And so if we yeah. can be those ambassadors in that difficult time, in that difficult issue, in that difficult mm-hmm. conversation, right, that's a win, right? Yeah. If we talk about what's the outcome that we're wanting, right, someone coming from that issue and going, I feel the peace of God more than I felt before, or I know <laughs> I know who he is, and because I know who he is, I can declare this truth where I was struggling to declare this truth in my yeah. life, and so on and so forth, right? My dad would obviously, uh, often growing up, what's the outcome that you want, right? Something would be going on, frustrated, this isn't happening, this isn't What's the outcome that you want? Yeah. Well, I want this. Okay, so what are you doing to bring about that outcome? Yeah. And what it does is it flips it on its head, and you're so focused on trying to go, 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 you forgot to even ask, why are you going? Yeah. Right? And yeah. so this tact, this idea of ask yourself, what's the outcome from this conversation you're hoping for? Because mm-hmm. if it's just to be right, we got it's probably not a smart smart one to jump into yeah you know? it, it, it there's there's a discernment and 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 then a a, a pridefulness issue yep. Yep. that that like what are your motives yeah what are your motives? well and it will Check. guide you that question will yes. guide you exactly. what's the outcome that you're wanting well I, yep. I, you know i want to see this i want i'm hoping for this i'm hoping for them to react this way okay so then as we think about what we're going to say and what we're going to do is that going to help bring about what you feel God saying, this is the outcome we're shooting for. Is this going to yeah. help with that? And That's right good. away you can be like, yes, yes, no, 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 yeah. definitely not going to help, you know? <laughs> and uh, it helps, rem- you know, remove the chaff and keep the wheat and keep the yes. things that you, that you want, you know? I dig it. Um, and then that third one, the third T, tone, right? Got how it. you say things, not just what you say, okay, but how you say it, the tone in which you say. Ephesians 4.29 says, uh, something just like this. Let everything you say be good and helpful to be an encouragement to those who hear them. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And so if if it's not encouraging them, it, you can talk about hard stuff and still be encouraging. Yeah, sure. I think it I think we've we fall into this myth that it's gotta be either or. Well, I gotta I gotta enter into a hard conversation and tough love and well right. yeah, but there's still encouragement. Yep. Waiting there. To be had, yep. to be yep. to be offered, um, is what I'm going to say. Bring encouragement. Is it going to encourage them? Is it going to help them? Meaning, is it going to spur them on to something better? Yeah. Or is it going to drive good. them deeper? Absolutely. I would say this with tone. Uh, uh, the word that's coming into my mind is is, is the, the my words and my tone. The the timing, tact, and tone is that. Is that rearming or disarming Ooh, good. person? Yeah, like, yeah. I want to disarm any any reservations, yeah. defense walls, however you want to describe it, uh, so that they can hear the truth in a way that is uh, 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 good, you know, yeah. and our own matters. I mean, I. Mm-hmm. With, Kids, this happens with my kids all the time. They'll say they they will speak unkindly to one another, 
and they'll be speaking truth. They'll be, and they're mm. saying, I'm, I'm telling the truth. <laughs> yeah, I, I told you the truth. <laughs> I just told you the truth. <laughs> it's the way in mm. which you say it. And, yes. and, and I mean, uh, uh, the way in which we speak can be like just knives. And, uh, yeah, that's, that's, that's crucial. And I, and I, and I think bringing up that, that tone is so important and that's probably something too for us that we, that's a blind spot, I think for, for mm. a lot of us, right. Mm-hmm. Where we don't even understand the, 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 the tone that we come at that we, that we speak. Yeah. Uh, uh, so really, uh, uh, working on that in, in communication, in your communication style is, I think, a, yeah. a valuable thing. It's good. Well, and 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 here's the truth: if if someone is listening and they they take just one thing away from all of this, love and truth are inseparable. Yeah, I'll say that again: love and truth are inseparable. To be yeah. loving means to be sharing truth. Mm-hmm. However. To be sharing truth without love, it's no truth at all. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because now we have squandered that truth. We have dis, dis, uh, defamed that truth. Mm-hmm. Love and truth, they're inseparable. To, to tell the truth requires love. It requires love for absolutely. that truth. We're talking biblical, Christ-centered, Jesus-honoring truth. For Agreed. that to take place, it requires love, and love requires truth. And I think sometimes, again, even in my own life, right, as we talk about this, and just for anyone listening, when Ben and I say, you know, I think at times we, we're saying we, we really mean we, us, <laughs> Ben and I, not just other people, right? Yes. I think at times we struggle to keep those two connected. And I sure. love your I love your example. You know, my kids have done that too. I just I, you know I was just telling you I was just telling you, <laughs> yeah. But but that truth that you're proclaiming is yeah. not a truth that's life giving. Yes. Yeah. And God's yeah. truth, the Bible's truth, Jesus's truth, is life giving. Yeah. Yes. If we are to yeah. say that we are giving that truth, we are required to have it be life-giving. If it is not, we cannot claim it as biblical truth. We cannot. We're backing ourselves into a corner. Absolutely. And I think that that that's all true, and I love that. I Mm -hmm. do think this caveat has to be made, too, in this world in which we live in. We can speak the truth to someone. And they can become offended, and we can be speaking the truth in love, right. and they can still become offended Correct. in this world with all of the confusion. People's reactions and- are not um, – what we're saying here is not subservient to somebody's reaction. Right, right, yeah. right. Like I think, I think, I think there's been uh, some confusion – with that idea of mm-hmm. speak the truth in love that, oh, if I speak the truth in love, if it offended somebody, they will, they will it, always yeah. accept no. it. It's like, no. hold on. No, no, no. Yeah. Uh, 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 sinners of which I am one. Yes. We don't always like to hear the truth, even when it's spoken in love. Right. And it can be convicting. And, and the response can be annoyance being upset being offended all this and those can all be rooted 
in yes. in sin, right? So 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 I think that's that's important. Speak the truth in love, and and know that sometimes you're still going to get bit, A- and that amen. has to be okay. Amen. The reaction yes. okay. is not the the litmus test for whether or not you exactly. spoke you spoke that truth in love, and that exactly. is an important thing. Um, you know. I, understanding the source in which you're getting the feedback for the truth that you shared and so on and so forth. Yeah. Um, all that matters. And that's why it takes, that's why it's so important that we take the time to think through our approach, to think through yeah. the timing, the tack, the tone to, to not just double check, but triple quadruple check to affirm <laughs> that we are coming from a place of humility, a place yep. of love a place of desire for what God wants, not what we're wanting. Yeah. Right. And when we do those things, we can then assure. And I left one out there. That's the most important that we're taking time to pray because the cool thing is the Holy Spirit's hearing the aching of your heart and he's going before you and he's preparing a way. We know this to be true. That's good. And so to take time in prayer, when we do those things in humility, Mm -hmm. you, me, others, right? We are preparing to be able to speak truth in love. Yeah. Yep. That's good. That's and that, good. And that I hear what you're saying, and I agree that the, the reaction is not the litmus test for whether or not it was spoken in love, right? That's, a, that, that, that's the statement. That's yep. the statement for, for, that, for that piece. And, yep. uh, uh, and the world tries to... Uh, 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 accuse us of not speaking the truth in love yes. when the world does not accept the message of the gospel yep. <laughs> transformation and all of that really. And that, and that's what it is. I, I think though, uh, 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 continuing on, right. When we're thinking about, uh, uh, keeping, uh, uh, love and truth that, 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 they're, that mm-hmm. they're not, when we're having these difficult conversations, prayer, uh, uh, and all that stuff. And, and then, and then the three T's is good, mm-hmm. but, Certainly, listen. We got mm. to. We we need to hear the heart cry of this young person if they're coming yes. and they're going to talk about a difficult conversation. When that means, if they're willing to have that conversation with you, if they're coming to you, mm-hmm. then they're saying, "I am willing." Yes. To pour my heart out to you, and we need to be listening to yep. that 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 heart cry like this is something that's really going on in, in this young person's life yeah. and really listening not just going like what am i going to say but giving yep. them and then asking really good questions <laughs> that is so important um in fact in in a lot of these i think you can you can find out what what is going on in that student's heart by asking them really good questions yeah that's where i was going to go next right listen and ask mm-hmm. rather than talk, talk, and talk. Right, right. Right. If we if we are wanting to enter into a difficult conversation yeah. and we think we're gonna win that person's viewpoint over by mm-hmm. just telling them, yeah, we lost it before we ever started. Agreed. Listening Agreed. and asking questions are two of the greatest opportunities to build relationship, circling yep. back to what we started out with. Exactly. If you're wanting to impart truth in love 
and you've gone through all these things of, no, I'm humble. I, I've taken time to pray and all those things. Yeah. And then you enter in and just be like, okay, I need you to hear this truth. Like we, you missed it. We missed it. Um, yeah. to listen and then to ask good questions, we'll invite yep. them into a conversation that will build relationship. And the tough part of that too, Ben, is you might not get to where you wanted to go sure. in that, in that conversation. Very true. But Very true. it doesn't mean that that conversation was a failure. In fact, it probably means it was an even better success because you went where their heart is crying, yes. where, where their mind is dwelling. You're going yeah. to where they're hurting rather right. than where you think they need help. Yeah. They will when you ask those questions, they will take it to the place that that they're they're dealing with far quicker yeah. and far more effectively than you could ever bring them to that spot. No, that's good. That's good. L- listening uh uh crucial. Yep. I love it. We 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 pulled up some 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 scripture. Um actually th- this actually is a is a quote. From uh, there's a really great book, a pastoral book called uh, "Caring for Souls." Uh, mm. um, this quote is from that. Uh, uh, with one ear, this when we're having these conversations, the idea of listening. With one ear, we need to be absolutely tuned in with the heart and soul of the person we're tending to. Mm. And the other ear must be tuned to God's own word. <laughs> and I think with that, uh, 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 that's uh, that's a cry for us to be one in God's word and also yeah. to be memorizing scripture. Like the Holy spirit is going to recall to us his words when we need it in those yes. moments. Yes. And, and uh, I think that's, I think that's really, really, really critical. Yeah. Um, so, and then in Psalm, Psalm 119, 130 yep. Psalm chapter 119 verse 130, the unfolding of your words gives light it imparts understanding to the simple yeah that's good we want god to orchestrate we want him to speak and if we are relying on him the beauty is it won't be us it'll be him yeah he gets the glory if we're if we're if we're truly doing it for him and for his Mm -hmm. sake he gets the glory at the end of the day lord let it be you let it be you, yeah. let it be your words, let it be your hands that are working to bring truth, to bring love, to bring light into that person's life. And the reality is it's going to bring all those things for your life too. As you yeah. rely on him, as you trust him in that relationship, he's going to bring those things to you as well. You're going to walk away from that conversation humbled. You're going to walk away from that conversation encouraged. Yep. Um, even if it didn't turn out the way you thought or you were hoping, as we right. surrender and, and, and rely, um, he will do that work in and through Absolutely. us. Absolutely. And uh, and sometimes it gave, it's fun just to sit back and watch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. that was not me. <laughs> yeah. And, and it gives you an insight into mm. the life of that student. Yes. Right. That young man or that young woman. That That is so good. I think as 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 we're 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 concluding here i'm i as i'm listening to this my thought is like man i want if you're listening to this i want you to have difficult conversations yes yeah i i i mean normally we go i don't want to have these difficult conversations i get it i get it but my prayer is that we will have more of these 
difficult conversations and yep. that as we practice the three T's, as we practice listening, as mm-hmm. we pray and do that, 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 that God will work through those difficult conversations yes. to bring people, young people closer to the Lord and us closer to the Lord and closer to those that we're, that we're leading. So that's good mm-hmm. stuff, man. Yeah, I appreciate that, Ben. Uh, at the end of every episode, we always want to uh, give you these three questions as you mm-hmm. um, think through what you just listened to and process. Um, we find these three questions really help us um, sort through the information so that yeah. we can apply it to our lives. So how does this conversation affect you and your leaders? How does mm-hmm. this conversation affect your students and more than anything, how is God being honored through all of it? And so we'll leave you with that. Difficult conversations are in front of us all. We yep. want to navigate them in the best way possible, relying on on the Holy Spirit to go before us to do that work, do that work in us as well. Yeah. Um, and uh, if this has been an encouragement for you, we're excited. If uh, if it's not, we would love to chat with you and bring that <laughs> back around. This- this has been an encouragement to me. Hey, so. Amen to that. Amen to that. Thank you, man. So we Love thank that. you all for listening. Thank you, Ben. Uh, yeah. Again, such a fun project to do with you. Same and uh, excited for the next episode. This yep. is the last episode of 2023. Next time it you is. hear us, it'll be January 2024. Have a oh, Merry man. Christmas yep. and a Happy New Year. And we'll catch you on the next one. See ya. Thank you for listening to the Third Thursday Podcast. We hope you feel connected, encouraged, and equipped to reach students with the gospel. You can find more resources at rmdcma.com youth. If this content was helpful for you, make sure to share it with a friend. See you next time.